Here we go. West Hills Friends is a Quaker meeting in Portland, Oregon. You can find more information about our community at westhillsfriends.org. As a Quaker community, we encourage everyone to share from their hearts. Especially as it pertains to God's leading in their lives. These words are shared into a community that values the opportunity to respond and dialogue about what is said. The responses and dialogue are not included in this recording. The views expressed in this content are solely those of the original contributor. And do not necessarily speak for the entire West Hills Friends community. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Good morning. My name's Peg Adara, and I have been worshiping here in this community for about 20 years. And I have to tell you, I still find this unnerving. I'm always amazed that I volunteer to do this, and I do, uh, maybe once a year. Uh, my mother was an actress, and I didn't inherit the public speaking gene. Um, and so whenever I'm going to do this, I always say a little prayer to my mother, who's been dead now for 25 years. And I say, yeah, Mom, help me. Yeah, come on, bring me your whatever you, whatever I need to do this well. <laughs> so there's a little shout out to my mother to start with. Um, and an invitation to everyone who is a little... Um, reticent to come forward uh, and do this. So our scripture reading today is from Mark. It's chapter 6, verses 30 through 44. And I was going to have Mark read Mark for us. And um, oh, Kevin has volunteered to do that for us. So Kevin's going to come forward and read our scripture for us, and then I'll be back. Sadly, there is no book of Kevin. <laughs> Jesus feeds the 5,000. The apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. Then, because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. But many who saw them leaving recognized them and ran on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. By this time it was late in the day. So his disciples came to him. This is a remote place, they said and it's already very late. Send the people away so that they can go to them, so they can go to the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. But he answered, you give them something to eat. They said to him, that would take more than half a year's wages. Are we to go and spend that much on bread and give it to them to eat? How many loaves do you have, he asked. Go and see. When they found out, they said, Five and two fish. 
Then Jesus directed them to have all the people sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups of hundreds and fifties, taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven. He gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to his disciples to distribute to the people. He also divided the two fish among them, all. They all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces of bread and fish. The number of the men who had eaten was 5,000. Shortly after my husband, Fred, was diagnosed with dementia and ALS, I had this dream. One day, I was given a large, shallow, woven basket. I was told that every day I would wake up and the fish I needed for the day would be in the basket. Some days, I would get one fish. Some days, three or four. Some days, none. My job was to have faith that the number of fish that would be in the basket each morning would suffice for the day ahead. I would have enough fish. At the time of this dream, I was completely overwhelmed. Fred's cognition was seriously slipping, as was his physical strength. The household became 100% my responsibility, paying the bills, including the steadily increasing mountain of medical costs, keeping the car and the house in good repair, keeping us clean and fed, and figuring out how to care for Fred, body and soul, until his death in the unknowable, too mysterious future. Our daughter, Mia, was at college, and we agreed she should stay until I couldn't handle it all alone, and we needed her help. I had no idea how I was going to manage. And then I had this dream. This dream came to me as a true message from God and all the saints and angels telling me not to despair. Each day, I would have what I needed, even if it looked like I wouldn't. And I put this post-it note on my refrigerator. And it was true. When I needed professional help, the first person I called arrived within an hour and helped us for the next six months until Fred died. We called her the Angel Jeanette. When Fred fell off our back steps, friends put up banisters and helped make our house much safer that afternoon. When I received more bad news, which kept happening, my friend Sue arrived before I even called her as though I had lit a beacon fire and she saw it. When I had a harder and harder time leaving him alone, you all came to us. You sang us hymns. You brought us meals. 
you stayed with him so I could run a few errands or find a few quiet hours alone. And you prayed and prayed for us. When Fred was still alive for his 67th birthday, you threw him this huge party, which I will never forget. And when he died, eight days later, you grieved with us and helped us celebrate his life. And you have continued to help us pick up all our broken pieces and mend. I put this post-it note, enough fish, on my refrigerator and it's still there seven years later. Recently, someone asked about the post-it note and I thought about us, West Hills friends, shortly after Mike left. I wish I had recalled this dream then and reassured us that we too would have enough fish. But I thought of it now, and so I will bear witness for us that we too have had enough fish. Here is a list of some of our, so to speak, fish. Our elders and the clerk of our meeting they have found ways to fill the gaps for over seven months now. And they are leading us forward into new ways of being a worshipful community. We have a new team, the Shepherds, helping with pastoral care. We have had an administrative team keeping us informed and on schedule every week. We have a new treasurer now partnering with our treasurer of many years. And how about Mark Pratt Russell? Now there's a big fish. He has stepped forward again and again, leading us in worship, guiding our youth, welcoming our newcomers, ministering to many of us over coffee, the phone, on walks, on his blog, his Facebook page, through his messages, and our revitalized website. How many people have stepped forward with a message, a first word, showing us new leadership and bringing us beautiful worship experiences? We as a meeting have crafted a statement of who we are and have moved forward with new clarity joining Sierra Cascades yearly meeting, pursuing the hiring of an administrative assistant and an interim pastor. Here is the statement we've crafted, I hope. Can you get there, Craig? Uh, here's the first paragraph of the statement we've um, crafted, and it's on our website. And I thought we'd take a few minutes to read it through. And this is the first of three paragraphs and I'm wondering if someone would be willing to read that. We desire to be welcoming community that wants to follow Christ, the inward teacher, shining a light in our complex world. It's not easy to do this alone. I'm going to have to start over. We desire to be a welcoming community that wants to follow Christ, the inward teacher, shining a light in our complex world. 
it's not easy to do this alone, so we help each other. We hold diverse faiths and spiritual paths. We make Quaker practice a priority and are committed to using Quaker process in our life together. We also look to scripture as a touchstone in our collective life. Would someone like to read that paragraph for us? We want to listen to each other, laugh together, and reflect God's love. Our fellowship works to continually grow and transform. We put energy towards art, music, and issues like peace, hunger, equality for all, and good stewardship of the earth. However it is expressed, each example of vital faith is a gift to the whole community. We strive to recognize that of God in everyone. We know that God is at work within us and through us, and we can see lives change. We want to be people who live abundantly, yet simply, giving gently and freely. Is there a volunteer for reading? We've got a couple over here. We love to extend our hospitality to those who might wander in, maybe not knowing much about us, or maybe having heard a little about Quakers. There is warmth and acceptance here, which encourages authenticity. We want to hear your questions your insights and your experience of God. We value the ability to hold differences and look for the light, embracing the mystery of the unknown. You are welcome here. Thank you. We have done a lot. And some of us are tired, but I tell you, from where I sit or stand with you all, we have had enough fish. Mike has moved on to the QBS job. We have been slowly coming to terms with how irreplaceable he is, as I did with Fred. And yes, we don't look quite the same or feel the same as we did before but we're still here, still worshiping together, still asking for guidance and listening together. We have had enough fish and we will continue to, even if the basket looks empty some days. Remember the Sunday we had no one to lead us in music worship and April stepped forward asking for suggestions of hymns and Carol Creswell taught us a new song. That day, they were all the fish we needed. And it keeps happening, and it will. I have come to believe this, and I hope you might also. So I ask today, have you experienced enough fish 
for even an hour or a day in your life? Have you experienced enough fish here at West Hills? How might you become the fish of the day, so to speak, for someone else? How might you recognize a fish where you have never seen one before? Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We're really happy that so many of you are finding it to be helpful and as a way to stay connected with what's going on with us here at West Hills Friends. If you'd like to stay connected with us in other ways, we have a couple options for you. You can check out our website. It's westhillsfriends.org. There you'll find some more information about who we are as a community. You can also follow us on Facebook. We have a Facebook account by just searching for West Hills Friends. You can also follow us on Instagram. We have a Instagram account with the name West Hills Friends. So we hope that you'll get connected with us in other ways. And again, thanks for taking the time to listen to this podcast.